So during meditation, trying to sustain this beginner's mind, beginning again, beginning afresh with every breath. Every breath is a new breath. Every breath is a unique breath. We might compare it with a a potter. Every pot is a new pot. The potter gives absolute attention and respect to every single pot. Or perhaps we can compare the attitude of the meditator to the breath to that of a doctor. A doctor is examining children, one child after another. Every single child's life is precious. The doctor brings absolute care and compassion to every single child. That is his patient. That's the kind of care and attention that we need to give to our meditation object, learning how to sustain attention the whole duration of the in-breath and the whole duration of the out-breath. In the in-breath, we can relax somewhat because the, the body is just doing its work for us. It's taking the breath into the body. And we can put more effort into the out-breath the out-breath tends to get much longer and the opportunities to become distracted increase. One, one technique here is to imagine the out-breath as being divided into three parts. And so rather than trying to sustain attention on one whole out-breath, 
Now we have the first part of the out-breath, the middle part of the out-breath, and the final part of the out-breath. Putting effort, appropriate effort, well-judged effort, into each phase of the breath. The role of Sampajanya, clear comprehension or alertness, which is the wisdom factor present at this stage of meditation, is to be clear as to our goal and to whether our actions, our, our meditation, our effort is the optimum effort needed to progress towards that goal. So Sampajanya may tell us that our effort is a little bit weak, we need to put more effort. Or Sampajanya might say we're trying a bit too hard, getting a little bit too tense. We need to relax our effort a little bit. So there's that constant fine-tuning of effort that is part of the meditation. Sampajanya becomes aware if there are distractions in the mind, or whether we're starting to indulge in some pleasant feelings which arise naturally as the mind becomes more calm and clear. Sampajanya becomes aware if there are some grasping ideas and desires, expectations arising. So Sampajanya is a, is a partner with sati, with mindfulness, that also oversees the work of sati. So very patiently, very firmly, like a loving parent, when the mind wanders off, we return it to the breath. As the mind becomes calmer, if our mindfulness has not been well-trained, if we have not sustained a continuity of mindfulness throughout those periods of time when we are not in formal meditation, tendency will be uh, to go into the bhavanga state, 
which is a kind of fuzzy, pleasant mental state, but one which lacks the clarity and the vivid nature of the mind on the path to samasamati. So that sense of sharpness and brightness and clarity and vividness of mind is something to um, give great importance to. As the mind become, starts to experience some, some pleasure and some joy in meditation, that's not something to be feared or avoided but recognized as part of the process, something which will give us some inspiration and reassurance that we are practicing in the right way, but shouldn't be given too much importance and shouldn't be considered the goal of meditation. So this is, this is all we have, isn't it? We have this present moment. We have this present experience. Past is a memory. Future is a thought. What is real is what's appearing right now. So we're learning how to wake up to our life, wake up to our experience, have some much more complete understanding of what it is to be a human being and what the potential is that we within us, within our heart. <clears throat> 